From the rising of the sun, even to the going down of the same, my name shall be great among the Gentiles. And in every place incense shall be offered unto my name, and a pure offering. For my name shall be great among the heathen, saith the Lord of hosts. O Lord, open thou our lips, and our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Today, if ye will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. When your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works. Forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways. Unto whom I swear in my wrath, that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 69 on the bottom of page 421. Save me, O God, for the waters are come in even unto my soul. I stick fast to the deep mire where no ground is. I am come into deep waters so that the floods run over me. I am weary of crying, my throat is dry. My sight faileth me for waiting so long upon my God. They that hate me without a cause are more than the hairs of my head. They that are mine enemies and would destroy me guiltless are mighty. I pay them the things that I never took. God, thou knowest my simpleness and my faults are not hid from thee. Let not them that trust in thee, O Lord God of hosts, be ashamed for my cause. Let not those that seek thee be confounded through me, O Lord God of Israel. And why, for thy sake, have I suffered reproof? Shame hath covered my face. I am become a stranger unto thy bre my brethren, even an alien unto my mother's children. For the zeal of thine house hath even eaten me, and the rebukes of them that rebuke thee are fallen upon me. I wept and chastened myself with fasten, fasting, and that was turned into my reproof. I put on sackcloth also, and they jested upon me. They that sit in the gate speak against me, and the drunkards make songs upon me. But, Lord, I make my prayer unto thee in an acceptable time. Hear me, O God, in the multitude of thy mercy, even in the truth of thy salvation. Take me out of the mire that I sink not. O let me deliver from them that hate me and out of the deep waters. Let not the water flood drown me, neither let the deep swallow, deep swallow me up, and let not the pit shut her mouth upon me. Hear me, O Lord, for thy loving kindness is comfortable. 
Turn thee unto me according to the multitude of thy mercies. And hide not thy face from thy servant, for I am in trouble. O haste thee, and, near, and hear me. Draw nigh unto my soul, and save it. O deliver me because of mine enemies. Thou hast known my reproach, my shame, and my dishonor. Mine adversaries are all in thy sight. Reproach hath broken my heart, I am full of heaviness. I looked for some to have pity on me, but there was no man, neither found I any to comfort me. They gave me gall to eat, and when I was thirsty they gave me vinegar to drink. Let their table be made a snare to take themselves withal, and let the things that should have been for their wealth be unto them an occasion of falling. Let their eyes be blinded that they see not, and ever bow down their backs. Pour out thine indignation upon them, and let thy wrathful displeasure take hold of them. Let their habitation be void, and no man to dwell in their tents. For they persecute him whom thou hast smitten, and they talk how they may vex them whom thou hast wounded. Let them fall from one wickedness to another, and not come into thy righteousness. Let them be wiped out of the book of the living, and not be written among the righteous. As for me, when I am poor and in heaviness, thy help, O God, shall lift me up. I will praise the name of God with a song, and magnify it with thanksgiving. This also shall please the Lord, better than a bullock that hath horns and hoofs. The humble shall consider this and be glad. Seek ye after God, and your souls shall live. For the Lord heareth the poor, and despiseth not his prisoners. Let heaven and earth praise him, the sea and all that moveth therein. For God will save Sion, and build the cities of Judah, that men may dwell there, and have in it possession. The posterity also of his servants shall inherit it, and they that love his name shall dwell therein. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the twenty-third verse of the twenty-fourth chapter of Proverbs. These things also belong to the wise. Is it not good to show partiality in judgment? He who says to the wicked, You are righteous, him the people will curse. Nations will abhor him. But those who rebuke the wicked will have delight, and a good blessing will come upon them. He who gives a right answer kisses the lips. Prepare your outside work, make it fit for yourself in the field, and afterward build your house. Do not be a witness against your neighbor without cause, for would you deceive with your lips? Do not say, I will do to him just as he has done to me. I will render to the man according to his work. I went by the field of the lazy man, and by the vineyard of the man devoid of understanding, and there it was, all overgrown with thorns. Its surface was covered with nettles, its stone wall was broken down. When I saw it, I considered it well. I looked on it and received instruction, a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest. So shall your poverty come like a prowler, and your need like an armed man. Here endeth the first lesson. Blessed art thou, Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. 
Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the twelfth verse of the third chapter of Colossians. Therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering, bearing with one another, and forgiving one another, if anyone has a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave you, so you also must do. But above all these things put on love, which is the bond of perfection. And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which also you were called in one body, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And whatever you do... Lesson, Bob. Pardon? Colossians 2.20 to 3.17. I'm sorry, let me fix that. Copied it from the wrong one. Through 20 through 317. Done. Here beginneth the 20th chapter, verse of the second chapter of Colossians. Therefore, if you die with Christ from the basic principles of the world, why as though living in the world do you subject yourself to regulations? Do not touch, do not taste, do not handle which all concern things which perish with the using, according to the commandments and doctrines of men. These things indeed have an appearance of wisdom in self-imposed religion, false humility, and neglect of the body, but are of no value against the indulgence of the flesh. If then you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ is, sitting at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth. For you died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Therefore put to death your members which are on the earth, fornication, uncleanness, passion, evil desire, and covetousness, which is idolatry. Because of these things, the wrath of God is coming upon the sons of disobedience, in which you yourself once walked, when you lived in them. But now you yourselves are to put off all these, anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy language out of your mouth. Do not lie to one another, since you have put off the old man with his deeds, and have put on the new man who is renewed in knowledge according to the image of him who created him, where there is neither Greek nor Jew, circumcised nor uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave nor free, but Christ is all and in all. Therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, 
put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering, bearing with one another and forgiving one another. If anyone has a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave you, so you also must do. But above all these things put on love, which is the bond of perfection, and let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which also you were called in one body, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And whatever you do in word or do, deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Here endeth the second lesson. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers and to remember his holy covenants, to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet, into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, in the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O God, who knows us to be set in the midst of so many and great dangers, 
that by reason of the frailty of our nature we cannot always stand upright. Grant to us such strength and protection as may support us in all dangers and carry us through all temptations. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Morning to all. In the uh, lesson from Colossians today, St. Paul really highlights the centrality of, of baptism. That's really what he, when he says in, in chapter three, if you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above. This is at, incidentally our Easter day epistle. If you were risen, seek those things which are above. So he says, if you were raised with Christ, when were you raised with Christ? In the language, larger language of the New Testament, um, he already or actually just said last chapter in Colossians, you were buried with Christ in baptism that baptism, which you were also raised with him through faith. So if you died with Christ and rose with Christ, then live in accordance with this identity you received in baptism through faith and seek uh, those things are above, where Christ is seek the right hand of God. And this experience of death and resurrection, which is the gift of baptism, we understand in the Christian life, it has three time horizons. It's something that happened to us through baptism and conversion, which might be the place when we, you know, come to active faith and sort of the gift of baptism is activated in us. Then there is the ongoing dying and rising and the ongoing practice of repentance and uh, the practice of good works. And then of course, there's the ultimate horizon uh, when Christ, or who is our life, appears, will appear with him in glory, the completion of that life. But the essential part of it all is a, an interior and moral transformation into the image of Christ. And when, when Colossians has been talking about what are the errors he's addressing, and it, it seems to be some form of, we talked about Gnosticism, or some form of sort of uh, attempt to to, to pull people back into the practices of Judaism with a lot of rules, exterior rules of the Torah, what you can eat, what you can drink, when you can do it. And it, it seems like th these are impulses of, of the human nature. The Gnostic impulse is the idea to think there's some secret esoteric knowledge in my mind I can find to find God. But it's really a matter of avoidance because it's avoiding the real problem, which is the sin in my heart. The, the, the knowledge in the mind doesn't lead me to, to, to be saved from my sin, but it's tempting because it provides an easy way to run away from it. The same thing with religious practice, rather than looking actually at, at what's going on in my life, making the good confession, amending my life with new behavior, I can do things. I can go to church. I can do these things. I can, I can do the four religious things I was supposed to do. I can focus on exterior actions that can also shield me from the interior transformation. And this in the New Testament is, 
is epitomized by the Pharisee. So St. Paul is saying that those are false because they don't give you, they don't deliver you from the problem of sin and death. And, and, and they, can't, they can't give you what they promise. So he's saying, focus on the centrality of your life, which is dying and rising. And the most basic point is when he says, put off, which is the baptism image of putting off the old garment, put off uh, the old man. And it it's, it's basically means saying no, uh, saying no to fornication and cleanness, passion, evil desire. And then you put on um, the new man tender mercies, kindness, humility, long-suffering. And this is um, the essential pattern of life for prayer. Every time we come to our prayer, we come and we encounter Christ, we're aware of what is amiss, and we, 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 we put it off. We receive Christ in a new way, and then we go out to practice the new things. Uh, and so this is uh, when he says, seek those things are above. It's an it's a present tense word. It's something we have to continue to do. And it uh, it dawned on me as we're listening to the Proverbs lesson. There's kind of an analogy to the to the guy who said he went and saw the lazy guy in his field was overgrown. Uh, this Sunday we'll have a, a agricultural parable, but that field is like the spiritual life. And if we you know when we don't tend to it, it becomes overgrown and, and doesn't bear fruit. But when we tend to it continually putting off the old, pulling up the weeds, trimming off the other, cultivating the new and good life. We, we grow into that which we become, which Christ has made us to be in baptism. So it's an exhortation to live in the essence of that life and not get distracted into esoteric knowledge or merely external religious practice that misses the point of, of transformation in the image of Christ. A couple thoughts about the, a few thoughts about Colossians. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth, and hold the faith in unity of spirit, in the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate. that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. This we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty things for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech 